Hey friends, today I have a straightforward nutrition lesson for you guys. I am really excited to nerd out with you and break down exactly what y'all need to eat post-workout. I see so many women go crush it in the gym and then they don't have anything to eat afterwards. Like they're already on to the next thing and I get it. We're busy. We have lots going on. We're lucky to even find time to work out. (laughs) I know. So my mission today is to help you know exactly what you need to pack in your gym bag or have ready in your car after you finish that run or that ride, whatever it is you guys are doing, because I want you guys to fuel. I want you to refuel so you can recover quicker, get stronger, and you can show up better and more energized the next day. You guys ready for it? I know I am. Okay, before we dive into that, though, I want to be sure y'all are in the No. If you didn't tune in last week, be sure you did. We talked about food freedom and fitness goals. Can they coexist? And if they do, how? How can we go back to some of these maybe more like aesthetically driven goals, be it weight loss or strength gains? How can we go back to that without going back into diet culture? So we had a fun chat there, but I also let you guys know that we are dropping a live group coaching course. And I am so excited for this, friends. This is going to kick off in mid-August. So I'm going to kick this off on August 25th and I can't wait for it because, you know, summer is crazy. I I don't know about you guys, but I have been all over the place camping, chasing the kids. They've been in camps or they've been home, which has been crazy. Either way, however you've been spending your summer, my guess is the schedule hasn't been there or it's been a little bit more chaotic. So I'm really excited to offer this group coaching program come August 25th where I'm gonna get to meet with you guys live every single week for 10 weeks, and we are going to dive into nutrition. I found a lot of y'all have already done a lot of work around your foundational relationship with food. Maybe you've taken my course, maybe you've already discovered intuitive and empowered eating, and you're ready for that next level. Like what is next in the nutrition department? And I cannot wait to be here to walk y'all through it. Each week will be something new and exciting. So we're going to start out week one. We are going to master the empowered eating model. So a lot of the work you did in Food Foundations, we're going to tie it up in a pretty bow just so we're all on the same page. And then from there, everybody's going to get their own fuel plan, their own tracking sheet. We will have individualized breakout coaching sessions. I'm going to bring in some guest speakers talking about how to integrate exercise into your plan if you're not doing it already or how you might advance some of the exercise that you already have going on. Of course, I'm going to hit on the fun stuff like cycle syncing, how to work with your cycle, as well as gut health. Guys, it's going to be so great. And the best part is I'm going to get to see you every single week. So if you like me being in your ear for this podcast, can you imagine if we did it together on an individualized, customized basis? Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I've been running groups for over a decade now, but this is going to be my first time offering it in the virtual space. So because of that, space is extremely limited and it's being offered at a discount price. Are you guys excited? Who wants in? All right. If you want to snag your seat today, go ahead, head on over to jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. You can find all the details there, all the information you need on what we'll be doing week to week, the dates, the times, the price plans, and the extra bonuses because y'all know I love adding sprinkles on everything both metaphorically and literally. So check it out, jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. It is open for enrollment, but space is limited. If you have any questions, shoot me an email. I'd love to answer them for you. I just can't wait to be in your corner. (laughs) All right, friends, get out a pen and paper because this episode is full of so much science. You're going to want to take notes. You're going to want to rewind and write things down. So get ready for it. Let's dive into what to eat after you work out. (laughs) 
Hey awesome, yeah, I'm talking to you. I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess. Registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom. But then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. Like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility. The empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback. All the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide totally free or hop onto my e-course food foundations to get the step-by-step deets on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes because girl, it's time to go. All right, friends, this is one of my top five favorite nutrition topics to jam out about. And the reason it's one of my favorites is because I think so many of us miss this one. And I get it. It's hard enough to get ourselves to the gym sometimes or get ourselves outside or find the time. Really, it's the time, right, to set aside for us to intentionally exercise or intentionally move. So that feels like a huge accomplishment. And it is. It absolutely is. But what y'all need to know is that adding in something after that exercise session is where you're going to start to see metabolic adaptations and advancements from that workout. Exercise adaptations don't actually happen until after the workout. So in other words, you're not actually getting stronger during the workout, maybe mentally because you're pushing it, but you're not physically getting stronger while you're in the middle of a training session. The adaptations and the growth and the strengthening and the pushing past your present state actually happens afterwards with a major asterisk attached to that when you fuel and when you fuel appropriately. So my goal today is to make it really easy for you to add something post-workout, know exactly what to add post-workout so you can maximize those adaptations and really get more bang for your buck when you work out. I get there's a lot of mental benefits that come with working out, and so I'm not even touching on those today. What I'm talking about is the pure physical adaptations that we feel and we're striving for after a workout. Okay, to understand why this is so important, there's two things I want you guys to know about exercise. Anytime you exercise, and when I say exercise, I mean anything that slightly raises your heart rate or is outside of your normal routine. If it is walking at a fast pace and that jumps your heart rate, guess what, girl, you're working out. If it's doing a crazy run, crazy run, (laughs) I didn't mean to say that. That was a slip. I'm sorry, you runners out there. I guess I'm not into running right now, and y'all just 
I shared that with you guys. <laughs> you crazy runners. Just kidding. I have mad respect for you. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> All right. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just went down this whole rabbit hole in my head about runners and how I used to love it. And people used to call me a crazy runner. Now I'm calling other runners crazy runners. <laughs> Anyways, this exercise that you are doing, whatever it is, however long it is, it counts. So just going back to some of that old diet culture stuff that says, you know, it has to be 30 minutes or it has to be, I don't know, weightlifting for an hour. You know, it just drives me nuts. If you push your body and you're tired afterwards, you worked out, (laughs) period. All right. So whatever it is that you do to exercise or work out, after you finish that workout, there are two things that happen. Number one, there is a immunosuppressive effect. So in other words, your immune system, which was operating at a high level of defense isn't quite as high as it was prior to your workout and a lot of that is because you've exhausted or depleted a lot of your energy so that's one thing that happens and the other is that your body is kicked into a catabolic state or a state where it is breaking things down and that's going to be across the board that's going to be breaking down stored energy or glycogen which is stored carbohydrate that's going to be breaking down muscles because you've pushed them that's going to be breaking down fat because your metabolism has higher So it's kicked into this catabolic state. Now, this is why post-workout nutrition is so important because if we don't add something after a workout, our body is just immunocompromised and breaking itself down. So we have to give it fuel to rebuild and repair to become stronger, enhance our recovery, and actually see the benefits we're wanting to see post-workout. Now, here's another thing that happens after we work out. Our metabolism is elevated slightly And it's going to be elevated more depending on what we do. So for example, if you go for a run, your metabolism is not elevated quite as long as it would be if you did something like a high intensity interval training session or like a weightlifting session. So in summary, after a sweat session, your immune system is compromised, your body's breaking itself down, and your metabolism is higher. This means your body is looking for fuel at a faster, more needy rate than any other time during your day. At this point, I often think of our bodies like a dried out sponge. It is in desperate need of both fluid and nutrients to be able to be malleable and functional again. So what do we feed our our dried up sponge of a body after we exercise? There's a visual for you. All right, there's four main things I look for in a post-workout snack. Number one, is fluid, number two is sodium, number three is carb, and number four is protein. So let's break these down. So number one is fluid. Most of us finish any kind of workout, especially in the hotter seasons, in a dehydrated state. This is where you'll see weight loss happen. And I can't, it drives me nuts. So many times women are like, oh my gosh, I lost weight while I worked out and they're happy. And it just, it makes me sad because they didn't actually, you know, it's not like they lost weight, they lost fluid. And when we lose fluid, that compromises our brain functionality. (laughs) So let's not lose fluid while we work out. If you lose any weight while you exercise, the recommendation is two to three cups of water per pound that you have lost during your training session. If you have lost weight, the second piece is making sure you have some sort of sodium in either the fluids you drink, so you could get an electrolyte-based beverage, or in the meal that you have after your workout, having some salt on it. Because what that'll do is it'll enhance fluid retention to help restore some of the fluid that you lost during your training session. So the third piece is carbohydrate. And I can't hit on this one enough. When you exercise, especially when you exercise for an extended period of time, so like 30 minutes and beyond, your body is tapping into something called your glycogen storage. Now, glycogen is the fancy word for stored carbohydrate. Anytime you pull from this bank, 
your body desperately looks to repair and replenish it. And we do that at an enhanced rate after we exercise. So eating carbohydrate early and often is a really good idea. The standard recommendation is about 1 to 1.2 grams of carbs per kilogram of body weight for 4 to 6 hours after you work out. All right, did did you get that? 1 to 1.2 grams of carbs per kilogram of body weight for the first four to six hours after you exercise. So in other words, having a carb dose in that post-exercise snack or meal and then having a higher carb content up to six hours after a training session is going to be awesome. For those of you that are on a carb-controlled or reduced-carb fuel plan where you want to consider this as like timing your carbohydrates around the training session – And again, when I say training session, I know I'm like sitting here in sports nutrition mode, but girls, if you're pushing your body, that is training. Like you are training and adapting and getting stronger. So I'm not just talking to my elite athletes here. Like I am talking to every single one of you who is showing up and pushing your body past what's comfortable. All right. I just, I feel like I need to say that over and over again, because somewhere along the way, we had this inner critic or this inner voice that told us we had to exercise to a certain point for it to count or for this to matter. And like oftentimes I'll give these sports nutrition talks and women will say, yeah, but how much exercise? Like that doesn't count for me, right? I mean, I just go for a run or I just go for a 30-minute lifting session. You count. You matter. You are depleting glycogen storage. It's all relative to you. Okay, so we've got the carbohydrate piece. The fourth component of a post-workout snack that I look for is protein. Now, protein is important for a myriad of reasons, but some of the top ones are that it actually enhances that glycogen repletion. So studies show that when you have a 2 to 1 carb to protein ratio, it actually accelerates how quickly we can repair and restore that glycogen that I was talking about previously. It also enhances our muscle repair, and anytime you exercise, you're actually breaking down those muscle fibers. So adding protein to your post-workout will enhance that recovery. When you're picking out a post-workout protein, there's two things you want to look for, quality and quantity. Now, the quantity is pretty easy. You want to shoot for between 15 and 25 grams of protein in that post-workout snack. That, again, should be relative to your body weight, so it's about 0.3 grams per kilogram of your body weight. For most, that's somewhere between that 15 to 25 mark. I usually say 20, just as a general guideline to trigger that muscle repair process. And then the quality would be focusing on a protein that provides essential amino acids, specifically leucine and those branch chain aminos. Now, this is going to be in most protein supplements, so they kind of do a lot of the work for you. It's also going to be in dairy products. I'm sure you guys have heard how chocolate milk is recommended post-workout. Well, it's not a lie. It actually is a great post-workout because it provides this amino acid leucine as well as those branch chain amino acids, and it's also in liquid form. And having the protein in liquid form allows for the body to digest and absorb it quicker, getting it into the cells quicker, enhancing and taking advantage of that elevated metabolic rate. Okay, so we've got fluid, sodium, carbs, and protein. Considering those four, I want to share with you my top four go-to post-workout snacks. And I, before I dive into these snacks, I want to make sure I'm clear that these are snacks. So these aren't meals. I typically recommend this like on your way home from the gym or as soon as you get in the car from a trail run or a ride. Have this right away within like 20 to 30 minutes and then have another meal within two hours. That's going to take advantage of that 
increased metabolic rate, that enhanced glycogen uptake window that you have, and that accelerated muscle repair. Now, when I built these go-to options, this is where my brain was at. Number one, I'm trying to get a two to one carb to protein ratio. So meaning for every 20 grams of protein I have, I have 40 grams of carbs. And number two is I start with my protein source and then I build the rest around it. You can use that ratio to evaluate your protein supplement that you might already have. Maybe you have something in your cabinet or maybe you've seen someone at the gym have something, but either way you can take a look at that and then add to it accordingly so that you can get this two to one ratio. Okay, so my quick and easy go-to is a scoop of protein plus some sort of packaged carbohydrate. I will literally scoop just a straight scoop of whey protein in a blender bottle and grab one of my kids' fig bars or granola bite servings, prepackaged things, and keep them in my gym bag. This is my backup option. This is something that I like to keep in there just in case I have to go somewhere right after the gym. And I always say the gym. I know not all y'all are going to the gym. That's just what I do. So I'm thinking of in terms of what's in my backpack and how I'm setting up my day. But for you, you know, it might be keeping something in your car or it might be keeping something at your office. So I will have that in my gym bag almost at all times because, again, it never fails. Like we finish a workout and all of a sudden I got to go to Target. And who is at Target for five minutes? No one. I'm there for like an hour spending $150 extra dollars. <laughs> Guilty. If I'm not going somewhere after the gym and I get to go home, this is what I love to make. I love to make a protein-enhanced cold brew coffee by one of my favorite companies, Polar Joe, with toast or a serving of oatmeal. Now, Polar Joe is one of my favorite protein supplement companies. They are a protein-based cold brew coffee. Like, does it get any better than that? (laughs) Protein and coffee together in one hit? What? And most importantly, they have a high-quality, world-class New Zealand whey protein in their product. So I know I'm getting one of the most pure forms of whey protein mixed with coffee. Like, does it get any better than that? (laughs) They've got it in decaf, vanilla. And if you're not a coffee fan, they do have it in a green tea matcha blend, which I also really, really love like I love this company so much I reached out to them and they are so sweet and have offered 10% off to all feel her awesome listeners so if this option is sounding good to you you can find details on my website jessbrownrd.com and enter feel her awesome at checkout to get 10% off oh and the other really cool thing about polar joe cold brew is that it has sodium in it so you know how I mentioned that adding some sort of salt or sodium source to your post-workout snack can help you retain that fluid. Guess what? It's built into Polar Joe's products. All right, so that's my number two, my absolute favorite, the Polar Joe cold brew blend with either a slice of toast on the side, usually I use the Dave's Killer Bread Toast, or a serving of oatmeal. And if you're looking for a good oatmeal blend, I'm a huge fan of Picky Bar Oatmeal. Check out their website. They have some great pre-made blends with a bunch of different seeds and nuts in them. They're just, oh, they're delicious and they're super easy. So those are my top two, probably the most convenient. Some other options you guys could choose would be like one cup of Fairlife chocolate milk plus half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on whole wheat bread or a cup of Greek yogurt. And this is going to give you about 20 grams of protein with somewhere around 8 to 12 grams of carbohydrate. So we're a little short on carb. So to balance that out, I will add a quarter cup or half cup of granola. And then here's something I love to do. Any chance I can with any of these options, I like to sprinkle cinnamon on it or have a source of caffeine. And here's the last little science sprinkle for you today as we wrap up this episode. Anytime I'm creating these post-workout snacks, I do like to find a way to put cinnamon or caffeine 
into them, on them, around them, (laughs) because both cinnamon and caffeine have been shown to enhance insulin sensitivity or the uptake of glucose into your cells. That is a fancy way of saying it moves food into fuel faster within your body. So I will sprinkle cinnamon either on my yogurt, perhaps I'll put it in the cold brew or in my protein shake that I'm blending up because really cinnamon goes with all those protein flavors if you think about it. (laughs) Or I'll sprinkle it on my toast. Either way, I try to find a way to put that anti-inflammatory, insulin-enhancing, flavor-amplifying spice on any of those post-workout snacks or meals. All right, friends, I'm hoping after today, none of you have any reason to not have something either in your car, in your bag, at your office, or at home ready for you to have post-workout. By adding in this post-workout snack, you are going to be amplifying the work you're doing in the gym, on the trail, outside, on the treadmill, in the studio, wherever it is you're moving your body, you're pushing your body, we're growing, we're getting stronger. In order to do that, we've got to give it fuel. You can't do it without fuel. Your body, that sponge, it desperately needs something to rebuild, repair, and show up stronger the next day. So I'm hoping today helped you. To recap, when you are looking for a post-workout snack, you wanna have it within about 30 minutes of finishing your workout. You're looking for a two to one carb to protein ratio, and you need something with fluid, with sodium, with protein, and with carbohydrate. If the options I laid out for you are not your jam, please use that rubric to build your own. Or of course, I'd be happy to sit down with you one-on-one and come up with your own options. You can find out more about working with me and private coaching at jessbrownrd.com. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, take a minute, leave me a review. I would so appreciate that. And if you decide to move your body in any intentional way, do me a favor. Actually, no, not me, yourself. Do yourselves a favor. (laughs) Add in a post-workout snack. I hope you guys have a great day. Cheers with a protein shake and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.